Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. WQAD Podcast Network. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Dazzo and the Degenerates. Place your bets. Your Quad Cities Sports Gambling Podcast. This week's best plays. Last week's bad beats. And most importantly, a whole bunch of winners. We just can't seem to put one solid weekend of gambling together. There's so much good to talk about. Well, so the bad too. <laughs> yeah, Saturday started out pretty well. Uh, Texas game pretty much called that one exactly how it would go. Uh, stayed really within a one-score game. I think it got to 14 before Texas ended up covering that one and holding on. Um, kind of funny watching that game afterwards when they were interviewing the Oklahoma players for the win. <laughs> My mind was so shifted because I was like, oh, Texas just won the game since they covered. <laughs> so I was a little distorted watching that one. Our, our money line parlay came in. Um, Stroop had his, uh, his Arizona State uh, team. How'd, that, how'd they do? They worked. They worked. I told you they were minus four they, uh, in, in my, my book, and they won by seven. So, yeah, there's a lot of positives. The problem is, boys, is that our lock of the week was we we're all on the Iowa Hawkeyes, and that's where we'll start with our – with our kick in the nuts, and I'm going to take this one, boys, if you don't mind it. Um, the, the kick in the nuts at Kinnick Stadium on, on Saturday night, everything aligned. I was up there covering the game. You guys were texting me with, what was it like? Is it a good feel? The vibe was there. The The place was electric. Uh, two two football teams, very similar. Iowa outgained them. They, they played better at points. They simply, the offense is such a frustrating thing to watch. But if you look at this football game, Iowa missed a field goal. Both 10 points came off of turnovers late, or deep, I should say, deep in their own territory. And then on top of all that, Iowa gets that late touchdown. We're sitting at plus four. We told everybody to jump on plus four. Um, they get to down five, two-point conversion. And I think the best part was Pete's text to us at that part was like, really good idea to throw a 100-mile-hour fastball at three dudes as fast as you can. It was just the stupidest two-point conversion you'll ever see. And the frustrating thing after all that is that Iowa kicks off and they just got to get a stop to get the football back. And everyone knows that Penn State's running the football. Iowa's good at stopping the run. And Penn State runs the clock out. Everyone leaves. And on top of all that, my my good friend Brett Greenwood walks out on the field, um, doing great as always. The place was just rocking, and we missed by that one missed uh, two point conversion, and uh, it was lost. The other well, Dazzo, kick, hey, let me jump in here. You cannot expect your defense to all game long stop the run and then stop the run. I, I, I'm sorry. So I'm not going to blame the defense here, and, and that actually makes me mad because they did such a good job. No, and I get that, but, the, I mean, the problem is, is they didn't stop the run, Adam. They, they gave up almost 200 yards rushing, which is really bad for Iowa football. So let's not scold the Iowa expert when it comes to what to expect and how to analyze a game. You, I, just, I just meant at the end of the game, <laughs> don't ask them to stop the run when they've been out on the Yeah, but my game. goodness, it was, it was right there for the 
the taking, and I'm going to add another kick in the nuts because I had the Lions to wrap up a part. I, I just took a money line because I, I knew that they were a better football team than the Packers, and they proved to be a better team than the Packers. And not just was it a kick in the nuts, but the entire second half, the referee just stood there and about four or five times just just solid kicks in the nuts from the referees. So um, the, the, I lose the, the Lions parlay because of the referees. I lose the Hawkeyes because of, of bad football. So it was a frustrating week, and that is your kick in the nuts. The beauty part about it, boys, is that when you have a good weekend in gambling, when you have a bad weekend in gambling, it doesn't matter because there's always next weekend and a lot of good things to get to this week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think we're starting off uh, with Iowa. Yeah, we'll start right back with the Hawkeyes Might because well. we, we just set it up there. And, and I want Pete to explain kind of what's going on with him because um, you're a degenerate for a reason, and, and, and it's a smart degenerate this week. A few weeks ago, we had money on Purdue, and they looked terrible. And you quickly went out and jumped on this game already. Can I explain what's going on? Yeah, so Purdue had uh, the quarterback was out, got injured, and then Moore got hurt that same play. Um, and they can't stop the couldn't pass stop at all. Yeah, yeah. Minnesota just kept scoring. Iowa in uh, here in Iowa over at the uh, Elite Sportsbook, they had uh, they have lines for future lines for um, Iowa Iowa State games. They've had the Iowa Purdue one at minus nine and a half, which way too good to be true in the first place. That was three weeks ago. Vegas does the same thing. Comes out with uh, with lines for games of the year, meaning you know, games three or four weeks in advance. They had 19 and a half. So I thought this was a great value. Put uh, pretty heavy on Iowa minus nine and a half right now. The game sits at 17 and a half. So it, it becomes kind of a, what do you do? I could buy, I could buy half back on Purdue at plus 17 and a half and have a, a middle there between 10 and 17. It's kind of a, a decision I got to make here going forward. Yeah, so the, the line is right now, and I just looked at what the updated line it is at 17 and a half right now. I just got done doing a Hawkeye Report podcast, and, and, and I'm gonna, I'll, I'll let you guys kind of talk about the game and your thoughts. Boy, this game, I, when I go and do Iowa predictions, I do scores for them, and I have Iowa winning this game 31 13. That's not a cop out. I mean, the line's <laughs> 17 and a half, and that's literally what I think is going to happen. I didn't know the line of the game before I picked the. Uh, the, the score for this game. So, boy, it's going to be right there. At it. I think Iowa plays better. I think they win the football game. Um, maybe something that would intrigue me if it got down to 17 or 16 and a half would bring Iowa back down to 10 where Pete's at already. And I think that's a very safe bet and good to, and a good bet. I think they went by two touchdowns. I don't know if they went by three, but um, I don't feel good enough to, to, to tell people what to, to bet on this game. Um, Vegas is good for a reason. And I like the line right where it's at. Yeah, I think uh, th- this is a good spot play for Iowa. Lost couple games in a row. Purdue's coming off of a, a big win at home. Uh, pretty sizable win uh, just to get them in the win column. But I think this is a game where Iowa truly rolls them. I mean, this is one of the ones where they beat up on the weak Big Ten teams. The problem I have with Iowa is that damn team is so happy to once they get to the 30-yard line, it, they shut it down. It's like, alright, we're gonna... Our goal is to kick a 43-46 to 46 yard field goal. That's their goal. Let me, let me jump in real quick because the last two weeks they've been inside the opponent's 40 yard line 13 times and they've scored 15 points that's tough to do i mean it's really tough to do and it, the thing is they and, and i'm i'm skewing the numbers a little bit but we just had the podcast they're great in the red zone they're good in the red zone 
it's that 20 to 40 area where they get inside the 40 where it's a penalty, it's a holding, it's an offside or a, a false start where they start going in the wrong direction. Um, the, the problem with Iowa right now, and this probably gets too football-y and not enough gambling, but uh, is their, their inside line, their, their two guards are struggling right now. It's affecting the run game, obviously, and it's affecting uh, Nate Stanley throwing the football. With that being said, that's been their big problem. They've had to play two very good defenses the last two weeks. Purdue is not a good defense. They're without their two best defensive tackles. I don't think that's a problem at all this week. I think Iowa scores a good amount of points, and the more you start talking about it, the more I kind of want to play the points. Just, and just win by double digits. That's all I give, about, give a shit about. <laughs> uh, Strooper, where are you at with the Hawkeyes this week? I, I, I think you're cute saying that they're going to score 31. I'm going to take the under 48, <laughs> uh, 48 and a half. Um, I'm not going to. There's no more betting on the Hawks this year. Sorry. Uh, I, I don't trust them. I don't trust their offense. Next game up is, and so I don't think we have anything. And what we'll do, guys, is we'll kind of go through this. We'll give you your locks throughout the at the end of the podcast, and then our main plays we'll put up on our Twitter site. So we'll make sure you uh, you see the plays on the. We don't want you to hear us, so just be quiet. <laughs> when you can't hear us, that means we're talking sh- stuff about you. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to re-listen to this thing. Yeah, I know it's gonna be really good, right? Um, so we move on, and Pete, what's the next team you got on the list? Uh, Baylor at Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State minus three and a half. I'm just going off the t- off the cuff on some of these spreads. I don't have them <laughs> written down. Uh, Stroop, start with you on Baylor. I I have minus four here. Um, it's right now. Right now, it's at minus four right now for Oklahoma State. Yeah, I, that that's what I had. Um, I have Baylor as a one point favorite even though they're on the road so I'm going to take Baylor big in this game (sighs) that's all I can say in in, in 75% of the uh, the tickets are on Oklahoma State so you know how it checks two boxes they're not a they're not a home dog but um, I'm going Baylor big Pete what do you got this one's a tough one to call here uh Really, when it came out, thought Oklahoma State, but Baylor's Baylor's that team that I haven't trusted the whole year. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to bet against Baylor, going to bet, get a mess, bet against Baylor. They're six and zero now. Um, at this point, I'm not going to bet against Baylor, but I, I'm still in that mindset where I'm not going to bet on them. This one's going to be a pass for me. Um, I'm intrigued by this game because of the fact that they are six and zero. Is Baylor a seven and zero football team? When all said and done at the end of this week, is Baylor a good enough football team that we will sit there and say they're seven and zero? Oklahoma State's uh, a decent football team, especially at home. I probably won't bet this one, but if I had to, I would probably. I don't like the four. If it could somehow get to three ish, I might t- jump on it. Um, without that, I'd maybe put it in a money line parlay. Don't love the game, but I, I, I would. I can't. Baylor's not seven and zero football team. And they're the same as they're the Big 12's version of Minnesota. They're who's going to go to eight and zero this week or whatever it is. They're not, but I think when Stroop has a game that he that he's on big, for for instance, Arizona State last week. That's usually a a trigger to play that one regardless. It, isn't Stroop on every game big? Strooper, don't you play every game big? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> You're saying that I'm not. I, I, I have my big plays. I have my small plays. I think. I think you know. Not to change subjects, you'll probably get mad at me. I think uh, <laughs> South Carolina this week is a small play. They're in a bad spot, but they're they're getting five points at home, and 83 percent of the money's on. Um, or sorry, not the money. The tickets are on Florida. I'm taking South Carolina, but bad spot, terrible spot. They come off of that win uh, in Georgia, and you know, I, I why would you bet on a team like that? Um, so no, I'm not. I'm I'm on some small games. Um, no, and that's a great segue into the next game that we have, and that is 
is Florida and South Carolina. And when you look at that game right off the bat, and it's, I mean, South Carolina has to have a letdown. I know they go back home, but there has to be a letdown there. And Florida, on the other hand, has to bounce back after a, a tough loss. And I mean, look, I think LSU is a good football team, and they were in it to the, to the end. So um, I like, I would put Florida into some one of my money lines here, correct? Yeah, I thought the same thing. Team. South Carolina is a 21-point dog last week. They win that game outright at home. If that game never existed, Pete, if, pretend that game never... Let's say Georgia's at, flip-flop the two games. Yep. What would Florida's line be this week? you got to think it's 10, right? Yeah, easily. It has to be 10. Florida, yeah. I know they're missing two... Uh, I know they had two of their main defensive linemen get hurt. Um, this one... So this one screams Florida to me. Screams Florida. Then you start to look at the numbers. 83% of the tickets on Florida, but 72% of the money on South Carolina. So that means all, the, all the big dogs. This one checks a, checks a box here for, just for that, all for that swing. Yeah, I think it, and it does. And then Muschamp going against Florida, South Carolina at home. I don't, my first gut was Florida. And yeah, maybe Florida bring them. Maybe with, uh, we'll talk about Penn State later. Yeah. Te- teams like that. But man, I think just the, just looking at the numbers, it's it screams South Carolina. Even though I I don't want to do it, but that's so what are you going to do? Um, I'm really thinking South Carolina. I think you got to, I think you just got to go with the trends there. Of like I said, all all the money's on South Carolina, but all the South, people are betting. But isn't all the money on South Carolina because of the fact that they just beat Georgia, and that's just the people being stupid? Or no, all because the, wait, 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 wait. We're on. We're in Wednesday here, so we're doing this podcast on Wednesday. All the money that's getting bet right now is all of the sharp money. Don't you agree, Pete? Oh, yeah. It's all the the money's so heavy on South Carolina because it's the bit, people are betting huge amounts, whereas the tickets are 83% Florida. So four out of every five bets are on Florida, but 70% of that's like you betting $10, $10, $10, and somebody else comes over the top with $1,000. Yeah, other side. it's like three jack gasses like us going yeah. to put we three jackasses like us put put 10 bucks on the game and then some high roller comes in and puts a thousand so i can see what you're saying i can see what you're saying but so. yeah on, on paper florida but on paper hasn't worked so well for us no. <laughs> <laughs> you've noticed <laughs> you you've noticed huh <laughs> You've noticed. Um, really interesting one, and we'll talk about Iowa State for a second. Iowa State on the road at Texas Tech. Texas Tech is getting seven points at home. So it's a home dog off the bat, Strooper. We'll start with you because home dog automatically checks one box for you. You have that make-believe box for Iowa State games where Brock Purdy's playing. So there's a check over on the Brock Purdy side. Yep. Where, where do you, You've been pretty good figuring out Iowa State. Uh, we've been pretty good as a podcast. Um, two weeks ago, we had Iowa State winning easily and that happened and then um last week you tossed him in a money line parlay as well so do you want it now or do you want me to go strooper? I'll go to strooper. strooper rock and roll well and last week and and actually i don't have the final score written down but i, I think i said that i wouldn't take iowa state uh with the points and but i wouldn't bet against brock purdy and i think we did have that parlay in there and i'm not certain that it covered um, the points. I, I, you, you can correct me. Uh, I, yeah, I think they cut. Tell me. What, I th- what they, that was. they covered yeah, the points they, easily. They got a the, big there okay, in the second okay. half. The line okay, was only perfect. ten. Yeah, thirty-eight well, fourteen. I, I have to apologize. I was traveling this weekend, so there was uh, there was I, I was I was trying to follow all of the games that I played, and 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 obviously you guys helped me out. But no, this week um, is same thing. Uh, Texas Tech checks a lot of boxes here. They're they're a home dog. Um, however, I will tell you it's fifty-fifty split on the tickets. Um, but Iowa State favored by seven. That's what I have them at last. Uh, 
I'm going to tease him. Uh, we love Brock Purdy, and that's a that is a perfect prime game for a teaser. Uh, I can't remember who we decided or who I decided I was going to tease him with. Um, I think it, actually, I, I will say this: I, I teased him with ASU, and this is crazy. Um, but a six-point <laughs> teaser with ASU this week. ASU's getting 19 points. That's who I'm teasing them with. I'm telling the public to tease them with something, um, but uh, but ASU getting 19 points, that's crazy to me. So when you say teasing Iowa State first off, are you saying tease Iowa State to get them to even or get them to, Correct. You know? Well, okay. get them to a half a point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and who else is with you? Because you said we love Brock Purdy. Is there a, I don't understand what you're saying. With, who's we? I have a mouse in my pocket. I was going to say, I don't know <laughs> if, we, if we all love Brock Purdy as much as you do, but all right, uh, Pete, what do you got? Yeah, for Iowa State, uh, I took them last week, second half. That turned out real. I think they were minus three and a half in the second half. They got a quick touchdown and rolled that one through. So in Brock, I trust right now as well. Uh, I'm not going to lay the seven, but de- this is yeah. This game screams, throw me in a teaser, throw me in a money line parlay with uh, some of the other teams we'll probably talk about here in a little bit, but yep. for sure. I'm not going to waste time because I would have completely – so all three of us like Iowa State in some way, shape, or form, and we can figure out a – a good bet here in just a, just a little bit. Um, a big one uh, at night, the Big Ten game, the Big Big Ten game is is Michigan at Penn State. Uh, as as a podcast that focuses a lot on our local teams and, and Iowa, these are two teams we've talked a lot about. Um, it's a whiteout at Penn State. It's going to be rocking at Penn State. The line's up to nine right now. Um, if you got in them on them early, wasn't it like eight or was yeah, it seven, seven and, and a half? half? It opened up. So now it's all the way up to nine. Um, it's one of those things where I, I, think, I think Penn State wins by double figures. Um, but I don't want to deal with that. So this is a game that I don't know about. I'm, if I'm teasing them or if I'm tossing in a money, or probably a money line parlay with maybe Iowa State and maybe toss another game in there and, and you can make a pretty good money, some good money. But um, I know it didn't work last week. So everybody who's listening to this and thinking, no, you assholes told us to, to bet on Iowa State um, or bet on Iowa, um, Penn State, I like with them winning this game. Yeah, I, I just don't really trust Michigan or like Michigan. It, uh, Harbaugh struggles. I think he's one and six on the road against ranked opponents. Um, that being said, I'm, I've just never been sold on Penn State the whole year. Last week didn't sell me further no, on him. I get you. What I texted you guys, I think in the third quarter of last game, let's not be cute. Bet the goddamn under in this game, no matter what it is. I think it's 47 right now. That's where I'm at. Is it 47? Just, I think it's two top defenses. Michigan is like Iowa. They can't score. They can't move the ball. They got a pretty solid defense. Penn State quarterback doesn't turn the ball over, but he doesn't scare you. I mean, he's, yeah. he scared me on his feet. That was about it. But this game screams under What me. happens, and the only thing that worries me about this is the Michigan-Wisconsin game. Because isn't Penn, is, is Michigan, is Wisconsin's offense that much better? I mean, it is. It, it comes a turn. I mean, when you're betting over-unders, it's turnovers. I just it's get worried that this thing's 21 nothing at one point, And then, yeah, I get what you're saying. That's probably the smart play. Stripper way in. Oh, I think uh, I, I'm good with the under. I, th- these two teams, I don't know. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think Michigan's. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you guys on the fact that Penn State wins this by double digits. I'm just scared. Yeah, uh, let's. I mean, I'm okay with the under as well. I'm going to be tossing uh, Penn State into a a uh, money line parlay in some way, shape, or form. So. Um, Move on to the to the NFL now. Here, I'll give you just a real quick money line parlay if you're just looking. Iowa, Iowa State, Penn State, minus one hundred seven. That's not bad at all. So, almost I'll even. That's almost that. too simple. I'll put yeah. All right, so we we like that. I don't know if I'm going to hold my nose and bet on. Let's make that the degenerate play of the week. 
All right. Sounds like a winner right there. <laughs> None. So fade that. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Don't do that. So take a, so shot. take Texas Tech money line if, yeah. you, if you're listening. We can. We we'll we'll be all right. We'll make we'll make things happen. So um, in the NFL, we'll talk a, a few different things after a week off. Your Chicago Bears are back at it. Mitch Trubisky's back. Um, you know, oh, with all sweet. things with, with all things <laughs> with all things considered, um, I don't know what the line is on this game. I'm going to look at it real fast. You guys can fill me in if three. you know. And it's the Saints minus three. No, no. See, no, I, 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 no, I, no, I don't, I don't laugh about that. I think I, now you guys can give me your numbers because you guys are the degenerates more than I am, and I haven't researched this enough. But it's a spot play where the is Teddy Bridgewater going to continue to go undefeated as an NFL quarter, starting quarterback? You going to are you going to bet that against defense? him? Because are you going to bet? A, are you going to bet on Mitch Trubisky? No, but I'll play that D. I mean, I bet I bet the Bears way, way, way probably way too much than I would like. But I mean, I'm probably three and one with them. I don't know if I mean it's a spot play, but it's I don't know if I lay the three or if I find a happy big time favorite that I can toss them with and somebody that I trust that's like at ten points or nine points and and go with that. But I think the Bears win the football game. I do. I'm I'm just not. And I'm I don't think scared. they're a good football team. And I don't I don't get me crazy and all that. But if it was if it was the the um, if it was Drew Brees coming into town and, and all that kind of stuff, off of a bye week, I know Akeem Hicks is gone for the year, but off of a bye week with time to prepare, I could care less if Mitch Trubisky's back. If you're the Bears, you got to win football games with your defense and, and running the football and, and hope Mitch doesn't make mistakes. So, I, yeah, I mean, I like – I ugh. Uh, I yeah, don't because I don't. I, I feel the same way. But I like the Bears this week. So, um, <laughs> Pete, I'm talk not, me out of it. I'm not scared of New Orleans. I just they they have trouble scoring just like the Bears do. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Eighty percent of the money right now and tickets are on the Saints. So, Bears are going to be that kind of that team. They're going to check every box that that Stroop has. Um, yeah. Will I play this game? I'm not sure yet. Three twenty five game. It might be over. A, it might be a late one because I don't think this game. I don't think this game's moving off a of three. If it does, it's, it's three going, and a half on my oh, on this side well, right here. It's only three, but right it's going to go but, back and forth. Yeah, so probably looking like a three. Um, I I'd play the pairs and the the over under thirty eight. That's right in that prime spot of. You wish that was like thirty nine to forty. In the NFL, yeah. you have to forget. You have to forget what happened the week or the weeks before it, when it comes to what happened to the Bears and, and all that kind of stuff. Things changed. A few weeks ago, the Minnesota Vikings were terrible, and Kirk Cousins was terrible. Now, you sit here a few weeks later, and they're scoring tons of points and all that kind of stuff, but is that the right? You just get, you can't get too caught up with stuff, and if the Bears are going to, I mean, their schedule's tough. they they got to win games, and they got to win yeah, them at home. you got to win home games, And the right. next two games are very winnable. they have the Chargers after that? Yeah. And three, and the, three weeks ago, I was like, oh, Breeze went down. The Bears get Teddy Bridgewater yeah. home. They're going to win that game. So that became kind of a, a slam dunk, you know, a few weeks ago. And, yeah, I, I, I like the spot again. I Stroop, think it's a good spot. Stroop, talk me out of this nonsense. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uneasy. I don't even want to touch this game. I don't want to play the over, the under, because Mitch could come out and throw three touchdowns or he could throw three interceptions no, and he, kill us all and n- everything. No, he couldn't. Uh, he I don't know. He, I'm frustrated no, he, with the team. No, he couldn't. I, th- th- I'm not playing it. I'm not even going to even say which way I'd lean. Stroop, he couldn't throw three touchdowns. He's not a good quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'll play it. It's not something I'm going to – but, yeah, I like, them. I like the Bears. Um, with that being said, there's a Thursday night game. I should have probably started there. Chiefs minus three at Denver. Isn't this just an overreaction on everything? The Broncos are that – Broncos have won two straight. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let, let, let me in on this because you guys are like, oh, the Chiefs, we, they lost a game and you're, and you're mad. We won on the Chiefs a lot this year. I'm taking the Chiefs all the way here. They're not, I, I don't care if you're playing in Denver. I don't care if it's a mile high. It doesn't matter. The Chiefs here are a big play. And, and so now here you go. You're Stroop making a big play. But the fact of the matter is, is that three points, are you freaking kidding me? And they have Hill back, and he's catching touchdown passes. I'm sorry. They're, they're, I, I bet you that game is a 14-point game, and Kansas City's going to be on top. You know, uh, what, the, when the Bears were at Denver, I think sorry, the Bears Gator. were like uh, – <laughs> I think the Bears are like two and a half point favorites at one point. The Chiefs are only three. So it's kind of a weird, you know, when you start to do comparisons like that, the Chiefs sour me because I've watched them a couple times, this full games the last few weeks. Running the football. They can't stop anybody. And what is Denver going to do? Joe Flacco's probably going to turn the ball over if he throws it. Denver's got the two back set. The play I've stuck that stuck stuck out at me right off the bat was under 48 and a half. You know, I wish it was 49, but it opened at 50 and a half. I think Denver's just going to try to run the ball, make it so the way people have gotten to the Chiefs is keep keep their offense off the field, kind of ball control. So the Den, I don't think Denver's getting in a shootout here by any means. Uh, the only thing is the Chiefs can't stop anybody, but I like the under 48 and a half. Well, boys, the Detroit Lions have uh, given the league a blueprint on how to stop the, the Chiefs, and not how to stop them, but how to limit them, and it's playing man coverage and getting pressure on the quarterback, and and so far it's been pretty good for the, the two teams that have played after the Lions. Lions did a good job with it, too. Um, with that being said, though, I'm, I'm still with, I'm with Stroop on this, where are the Chiefs going to lose three straight games? Shit, we no. thought the same thing about the Rams. I get it. I get it, but, I mean... The Rams are a different team. The Rams don't have what the Chiefs have. No, I mean, I agree. Um, because it's a Thursday night game and I'm going to have to bet it, I'm gonna, I have to bet the Chiefs. I, I have to. Oh, the numbers, the numbers prime right now with three. Yeah, so, I mean, that's where I'll go with that. I don't know if I'd tell everybody else to do it, but I'll is this always... A, is this a Stroop Max play of the week right here? No, we're not going to do that. Mm. We're not going to do that. <laughs> kind of want to. I feel too bad. You kind of want to. Um, other games <laughs> and another game in the in, in the in the NFC North is, and I don't like betting on the Lions. I'm kind of the same way with you guys. Where as a fan, I don't. I got enough on the game. I don't need to put money on it. And I don't like being after a Monday Night Football game. And that's the hey, one. Dad, yeah. Can I interrupt? Because <laughs> I think I said uh, at the at last week, and we can replay it. But I think I said take the points with Detroit, but don't get don't bet against Aaron Rodgers. So I think I won two bets there because you could have bet Detroit with the points, and you could have taken Aaron Rodgers to just win the game, and I'd have been right. And you got to enjoy Dazzo's uh, misery. Yeah, here, and here's the problem. Here's Adam. I don't. I don't. I don't even want to. I might even just hang up the phone because I don't, I'm not in a good place right now. <laughs> I'm not, it's been a. It's. I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm mad. I'm really mad. Um, and I'm not that blame the referee type of guy. I'm really not. But I mean, when you have Pete Kuniko who loathes me and loves to see my misery, text me, I wouldn't be able to sleep tonight. It, that's exactly the, the the case it was. So, um, with all that being said, I think the Lions were the better football team, and I, I think everybody else kind of figured. I, mean, I don't 
want to say it in they broad. They dominated that game all the way up. And, and I and, and I get it. well. Hold on, and I, and I and I get it. Don't settle for field goals. I get. Um, don't turn the ball over uh, or, or catch a, a pass, Garyon Johnson. There's so many things, but those are players. Player, you can look at the Packers and say the Packers can point out certain things that they should have done. Mistakes, you can nitpick every single team in every game and come up with things they could have done better. The problem is the the referee simply took the took ten points. Away, and even the 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 helmet to helmet nonsense. That's a 15 yard penalty that gets them into field goal range, and they kick a three point field goal. I don't want to talk about that game anymore. I let me oh. let me ask you this though: When uh, Lions were up two, Rodgers got the ball with six minutes left. What do you were like? Oh, I said shit, we're not going to get the ball back. Yeah, you knew. But you they should have the, got the ball back. I was and on, I'll tell you, I was on minus three and a half, and when William when they let Williams through, I was like, holy shit, oh. they're going to get this. And when he looked around and went down, I was like, God damn it, man. Here's, He's going in. Here's the thing. Here's the thing is I would have bet, I would have live bet the, sh- the I'm, I got to quit my person. I would have live bet the heck out of that thing if it would have been um, Lions down one, buck 20 to go, and they need to get a field into field goal range with Matthew ball, Stafford. Yeah. I know you guys don't love Matthew Stafford, but he's done it t- he's got the most comeback victories in the NFL in the last eight years in the last fourth quarter. Not, I don't, that's not the end of the game. That's an entire fourth quarter. So, you know, you can grab a lead with tw- like the game against the Chargers this year. They they grabbed the lead with like 10 minutes to go, and that's a that's fourth quarter comeback. But with that being said, um, I think the Lions are pissed, and I don't – I'm not – I love the spot because I don't yep. think the Vikings are that good, and they're coming off of two feel-good victories, one at home. Um, I, I really like Detroit. I really like the way they're playing football. I would, and they're a dog at home. I think it's a point. I don't think it's anything big, but I think I, there's if they don't win this football game, they're in trouble. I think I, I think the Lions come out. The only thing I don't like is the short week rest and all that kind of stuff. Other than that, I love the Lions in this game, Pete. Yep. Uh, so I was looking at. Uh the week, and I thought, oh man, when Minnesota was winning, I looked at this game ahead. I was like, if Minnesota wins, and they won convincingly, Kirk Cousins tricked the world with a good game. And then I thought on Monday night, <laughs> if, De- if Detroit loses, this is going to be a great spot yeah. play. Hoping the line was going to be, uh, you know, in that pick'em range, which it opened up at. Now Minnesota's minus one and a half. Yeah. One thing I'll say about Detroit, which I think kind of goes unnoticed, but I don't know why the hell I notice this. They have the best plan on special teams. They kick every ball off. Prater kicks every ball off between like the five and the two yard line. Yeah, and it's and um, nev- no one ever gets to the twenty five on them. It's the punter. It's the punter. Oh, the punter kick. Well, but yeah, guy. either same doesn't matter. But yeah, they, and they 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 do cover kicks pretty every well. time though. But they they've kind of got it where they they can't count to twelve to yeah. to, to line up for for but a team, god field goal. But teams are starting inside the twenty on them a lot. And the other thing that they have everybody on the damn defense that's bought into the peanut punch because that team yeah. throws haymakers the whole entire game yeah. and they've. Kind of almost had a couple come out there, but yeah, to me this is a this is a Lions play for sure. The tough team at home, Lions. This is sad to say, but they really should be five and zero right now. They shouldn't have lost any games, but uh, they need this one or or else uh, all of a sudden a five and zero could have been five and zero Lions team. You could honestly see them being, you know. Two, four, and one, or it, it'll now, spiral. The, it'll spiral. If they lose the, this game. the easy part of their schedule is coming up. You looked at their first five, and I would have been thrilled to be three and two. I mean, they're two, two, and one. So, I mean, I thought there was a chance that they could go two and three or one and four. So, they could have lost their first five games. So, obviously, the first one you figured you could probably get, and that's the one they tied. So, Stroop, what do you got? Hey, you know what? Another degenerate play of the week. Uh, I think the Lions win this one. Uh, I'm confident. I, I agree with everything you said. Matt, I do want to ask you a question because I was with a bunch of no. people from all over. The- <laughs> what? No, I don't want to talk about it, but go ahead. <laughs> 
No, 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 no. It, this is this is actually a, a good question. It has nothing to do with Detroit. It it a little bit, but not the game. Um, I was with so many people around the country this past week, and I said, you know, I think the NFC North is a really good conference, and I don't know that we've been able to say that for a really long time. So I'm just curious. Uh, you're expert. Uh, I believe you're an expert. What do you think about the NFC North? Do you think they're the one of the best conferences in football? First and foremost, you're exactly right. I'm a genius. Um, yeah, no, I do. I don't know if <laughs> I any said of them. An expert, not a genius. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if any of them's. And Pete can maybe chime in too. Obviously, I don't know if any team's good enough to win a Super Bowl in this division, and that includes the Packers. But any of those, any of these four teams could go to the. NFC North, NFC East, and win. Oh, for sure, I think so. Any of these four teams could go to. There's another bad one. I can't think. The AFC. I don't know, but anyways, there's um, the the one that the Steelers and the and the yeah, Ravens the are North. in the North. Yeah. I mean, this is anyone. All of them have. Um, I was thinking about it the other day. I mean, you look at the Packers. They have Aaron Rodgers and a better defense and maybe a running game, and you have the Bears, which are fantastic defense and. Um, yeah, and the then guy you have who the, plays quarterback. Yeah, well, I mean, like they all have a bunch of really good things they have, and then they all have a glaring weakness. Yep. And I hate to say this because I'm not being a homer. I'm not sure what the Lions' glaring weakness is. Like it's Cousins and it's Trubisky and it's and it's um. But I don't know, and I don't. Maybe the maybe the maybe the Packers don't have a glaring weakness either. Their wide receivers I, aren't very good until they get at Devonta Adams back. But I don't know. But yeah, they're all Matt, just. I think I think Detroit needs to learn how to freaking win. Honest to God, yeah. if they learn how to win, they're going to be up there. I, 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 I yeah, get frustrated with this whole division and because I get, of exactly what you said. There's I, I, good and there's bad, and but at the same time, are we going to win a Super Bowl? I don't know if we are. Yeah, I mean, no. but in the NFC, in the NFC, who is? The, the problem is in the NFC right now. Who is? You got there's going to be two wild cards right coming out of there, and you think, oh man, we got four pretty good teams. But the West is there's no way to argue. Yeah, the, right now it's going to take if you get ten wins. You are looking at tiebreakers to get in. Yeah. I, I don't even. It might be. It might take eleven just to get a wild card. It's going to be that year where the freaking uh, Cowboys and the Eagles are fighting at the end of the year. Whoever gets their ninth win is going to get in. You're going to have some North team that's ten and six, and they're going to be watching from watching from home because you're going to have Seattle, the Forty ers Shit, Carolina's been winning a lot. It's just it's going to someone's going to get a bad break. Um, before we go, Philadelphia and Dallas. Like, I know how we feel about spot plays and everything. This is, I mean, it's got to be a spot play for Dallas, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't, it's one of those things, Dallas on, like, Sunday night football, which they seem to always play, you always think they're going to win, and then they end up losing to someone. To me, it almost is a reverse. I think Philly ends up being the spot player. I don't know. I don't, I mean, yeah, I... Dallas, I mean, Philly's I, lost Cooper, Cooper might not play. I think Cobb's questionable right now. They might not yeah. have a receiver to go to. Let's don't hold. Check out the Twitter feed because maybe we'll put something on there. I'd really like to know about because they're still out their left tackle. They were out both tackles last week, and both running and both yeah, uh, they, wide receivers they've struggled with, the, with line play, which kind of seems odd for them, but. Yeah, so um, we'll, we'll put stuff up. Do you got a lock? Anybody's got a lock here? Uh, I got a random play that I'm looking at in the NFL, another fun game, Arizona at the Giants. Giants minus three would be my play. Yeah, Arizona's not winning three straight, are they? No, and on the road. I, I don't no trust way. the Giants, but at, at home, gonna be they're due for a win here. Uh, are they coming I, off I like, a bye? Uh, Giants, no, they're coming off a loss. Who'd they lose to? Help me. Anybody? 
Uh, they lost to New England by 21 points oh, on that's Thursday right. night. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And they're coming off a blowout loss at home to Minnesota. So uh, I like them just in that spot. I won't say it because I'm a Lions fan, but is the Lions the pick for the podcast? Yeah, that's who I'd bet on. If you, I look at the whole slate, and that was the one game that stood yeah. out to me. You know, it, I mean, it does, and I probably will. I don't it's know a matter of if you wait. If you take the one and a half now or you wait, hope that goes to, to two? I don't know if it goes two to two and a half. I mean, it's not going to I think it's going to go back the other way. I think, I think it it's going to go from well. one, one and a half to probably pick them, or maybe even plus one. But so. yeah, all, all the money on Minnesota, that's why the line moved a point and a half. Adam, I want to thank you for giving us 25, 30 minutes of your time tonight. I know you're very busy. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, make sure you check out our, our Twitter feed. Um, make sure it's uh, at QC Sportsbet. Yep. And um, make sure you subscribe, like the podcast, continuing to go up in numbers each and every week and listens. Um, give us some feedback. We don't mind if you yell at us. That's cool as well. Um, and enjoy your gambling weekend. Hey, you're, you're wrapping up. Yeah, we're wrapping up. You're done. We said goodbye <laughs> to you. Here's one, here's, one thing I, here's one thing I will say, too. Check out the Twitter feed. And if you want, just bet against everything we put out there. <laughs> right now, you might be you might be winning a little bit, um, but if you want to go that way, yeah, you could go either way. You could go with us or against us. But you know what? We're we're due to get hot, and honestly, we've been doing this for ten plus years. And we, when we get hot, it's fun. So um, we haven't been bad, bad. We haven't lost you a ton of money. And it might just take to like week thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, we'll, once we'll we get, get that eventually. groove, though, then we rock and roll. And check out the Twitter feed because honestly, and listen to the podcast because we're not just going to feed you. You got to listen and dissect and agree with us and go with what you like. So, right. um, hoping to have a guest on next week. We'll have a lot of fun. Make sure you guys uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, hopefully you make a lot of money. Thanks for listening.